Welcome to Sell Like You, the ultimate sales podcast that will teach you how to make sales your superpower, transform your mindset, and in doing so, explode your sales beyond your wildest dreams. I'm Harriet Meller, and over the last 17 years, I've helped hundreds of top companies around the world, including my own, make more money and qualify more leads using simple strategies that work. In this podcast, you'll learn how I generated over 10 million in annual sales, along with the sales techniques, processes, and tools that will work for you to generate more dream-aligned clients and scale your business beyond what you thought was possible. If you're sick of the boring, outdated, and pushy sales tactics of the past, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Sell Like You podcast with me, Harriet Meller. And today's episode is about pilot programs or beta testing programs. Now, I believe that a pilot program is one of the best ways that you can validate a new product or service. Now, we work with clients across industries such as sports, finance, blockchain, retail, SaaS, software, tech, and we've validated products and services, features and offers through pilot programs, depending on where they're at in their, in their business, in their life cycle, in their, in their journey. Now, a pilot program will give you the insights and understanding of your ideal clients and how you can ensure that your product or service meets their needs and expectations. It also allows you to build features and capabilities that you want to know to ensure that you are you are connecting the dots between what they need and also what they want in your product or service. It will also give you the social proof that you need to market and sell. And so in today's episode, I want to share with you a little bit more about what a pilot program is, what it looks like, how to run one, how to, how long it should be, whether you should charge for it, all of this juicy information. If you are early stages in your product or service development, if you are creating a new product or service, if you're looking to expand your features, again, pilot programs, beta testing programs are certainly something that I recommend if you don't have the ability or if you don't have a wait list of people banging down your door that want to purchase your product or service. It doesn't have to be something that you that you openly share. It doesn't have to be, hey, we're you know, we're running this and it's free and you can join. You can do invite only, but we're going to dive into that in today's episode. Now, firstly, what is a pilot program? Again, beta testing program I've mentioned, that is sometimes what it's known as. Um, but in the industries and um, across Australia and across um, America, pilot program is very commonly used. So we're going to use that terminology for today's episode. So what is a pilot program or beta testing program? It is the ability to build a container of your ideal clients who are going to validate and give feedback on a product or service. So using an example of, let's say you've got a service capability and you are in the retail industry, you're going to then be able to then capture retail clients and bring them in to use your application or to use your product for free and get feedback. Now, programs are usually, how long are they? Usually around six to 12 weeks. They can be longer depending on how much validation you require. Now, again, I'm looking at a six to 12 week program. We're looking at bringing in and validating features, use cases. We know that the, that the market needs or wants your product. And um, because that's why you've got to this stage. So we're, we're, I would say you're usually at the, you know, the, the minimal viable product, the MVP stage, but you've got some knowledge of the industry and now it's about it's ready. We now need to take people through it. So the validation, the messaging, the feedback comes as part of this before it goes live. 
Think of, a, let's say, a soft open for a restaurant. Everybody should be doing these. Um, but I always remember um, many years ago, back in Manchester, there was a Thai restaurant that was opening. Now, what they did was that they did, um, they actually did free lunches for three days. You had to book. There was, a, you know, obviously maximum numbers, et cetera. But you booked, you could come with up to four people, I think it was from memory. And basically what it was, you come in, you have lunch for free. Um, I've seen them where they do 50% off, but this in this use case, it was free. What they did was they brought people in, they were testing their customer service, their process of when somebody walked in, their process of waiting to see a table, of clearing a table, of ordering of the kitchen, being able to manage and work through the orders at that volume because they know that the restaurant works. They know that if one person walks in, do they take them through and what does that look like? But when you've got a hundred people in your restaurant, you need to know that you're able to do that. So what they did was each day was they increased the number. So day one, let's say it was 50, day two was 75, day three was 100. And therefore they then know that when they open to the public and they're charging full whack, they're going to be able to make sure they give them the best level of service so they come back, the best level of service and and, and food so that they tell all of their friends and they also then get the reviews. What happens with so many restaurants, again, we'll use this as an example, um, is that they they open, they do not test, they just go straight from zero to a thousand, especially if they've got a big following, especially if they've got a great location, a great name and lots of hype around it, maybe a great Instagram account, and they're going to be having people queuing. They need to make sure it's good. If it's not good or great, then they're going to walk away in the chance of they will never go back. They will tell 10 people it was awful versus the one or two that it was great. They will tell that volume of people that it was awful. And you've now tarnished your name, your experience because you've not tested, you've not validated. So bringing that into these businesses, again, I know, I know who my listeners are and you're not, you're not restaurant owners. Um, but to give you an example of kind of where that sits, I used to own a, a, a salon. I had a day spa in, um, in Perth, uh, in the Northern beaches. And we had a 50, we, we did 50% off for our first three days because we'd had people in, we'd done training, we'd done our processes. But as we brought people through our business, we wanted to make sure they had a great experience. We did invite only. So it was friendlies. It was people that we could trust. So that if they had a really bad experience, even during our testing phase, they wouldn't go away and tell somebody about it. So we were had the opportunity to then improve it, make fixes and move on. And that's what I believe really set us off to that accelerated growth in that first 12 months was because we didn't join the market and just go, let's see what works. We joined the market knowing what we, what we thought would work. We validated it through a testing process and then we went to market. Okay. So again, same thing with our businesses. If you've got a software, a platform, an app, a website tool, a product, how do we know that it's going to work with volume, with the masses, with our ideal clients, if all we've done at that point is capture market research and information? Okay, so when should we be using one to validate before we go live, before we go to market? Some people are using pilot programs within their organization to validate new products or services because they've already got a great use case. You may be able to go in, invite only into your clients and say, hey, we're doing a beta test. We're doing a pilot program. We'd love to invite you to be part of it. We know you've been part of the journey or part of our organization for so long. We'd love for you to you know, continue to to add value and, and we'd love to, we'd love your input and your opinion. Most people like being part of that because they feel valued. Okay. So again, if someone comes to you and says, Hey, we really value you as a customer, can we get your opinion or your thoughts on this? 
It's then about going to that next level and getting them to actually use the thing, use the product or the service and provide you with the feedback. So how long should it last? I said before about that six to 12 weeks. Some require to be longer depending on your onboarding process, on how long it will take to run through what it is that you need feedback on. If it is going to take longer than 12 weeks, I would highly recommend that you split it into sections. So it might be, we need help. You know, we need your validation on the onboarding. As part of onboarding, you'll get free access to the app for X amount of months. It might be part of the call setting. It might be part of the, um, of the API integration, whatever that may be. We need to determine how long that's going to take for you to get them onboarded, using it, feedback from using it, tweaking it and then using it again. Okay. So again, therefore I'm, I'm leaning towards that three months, but it's entirely up to you how long your, how long your validation period needs to go for. And, um, but be mindful of what it is that you need to achieve during it. Now I've touched on who to invite, but to expand on that a little bit further, I've given examples of existing clients. Let's say you don't have any clients yet. Let's say you have no connections yet in this market. What we can do is go after your ideal client via an invite explaining why. Okay. When we talk about adding value and we talk about connecting the dots and bridging the gap, we want to come back with why are you going to be suitable? What's in it for them? Okay. So coming back to the key benefits of them being part of the program, do they get foundation pricing? Do they get access to the application or the service or the product for an X amount of time after the pilot has finished? Will we provide extra support or resources for them? What are they getting in return for their time and their feedback? Okay. So again, free app may be enough, but is there something extra you can give? Is it free onboarding where it's usually going to cost them? Is it um, additional support? Is it a resource? Is it um, access to new, to new products or programs moving forward? Okay. So think about who to invite with clients that we've done, um, pilot programs, let's even just think in the last 12 months, has been around people that haven't yet had clients or it is a new product or service and we need to validate it in the market. And so what happens is that industries or businesses tend to get very excited about the fact that they're going to be the first people to, you know, to have a look at it, to give feedback. And if it's something that solves a massive problem for them, they're going to be very excited to be part of it. So again, capture that excitement, explain why, explain what's in it for them. Think about the outcomes and being part of something quite exciting. If there's too many things that are in it for you as the business owner, then we need to think about more for them or think about things that you can add in. Now, this ties into whether it's a one-on-one or whether it's a group. So again, most groups give you the validation where people can hear from each other, we can learn from each other, and therefore we're able to maybe get feedback off 12, 13, 14 people all at once. And if you're going to do it on a one-on-one, it might be this conflicts of interest. It might be sensitive information. So again, just be mindful as to what will get you the best results whilst also giving them the best experience and the best benefits what's in it for them so that they can say hell yes to being part of it. Now, capturing feedback during this process is the whole point of why you're doing a program or a beta test. So capturing feedback at the beginning, midway through, at the end of each month, at the end of each week, if you can, um, whether it be verbal, whether it be written, whether it be something at the end, the goal at the end of it is going to be social proof, testimonials, feedback. So we want to make sure that we capture at least verbally um, in an interview or on a survey capture where they were, 
what the product or service that, that they've been part of the pilot program has allowed them to do versus their expectations. And then anything they feel like would be a gap, if they were to pay for the product or service, would they now pay for it based on what it is that they know? Or are there other features that you are missing that would make it a hell yes for them? Okay. So be mindful of that one. And um, thinking about next steps afterwards and also setting goals are really key. So next steps to bringing on new clients into your business once the pilot or the program has finished is going to be really key. So do they get free access for X period of time? Do they get access to foundation pricing? What is going to get them in? Because again, if there's onboarding and if it's solved a big enough problem, they're not going to want to let go of this. Okay. When we make our programs, our processes, our products, our services, a no-brainer, it's going to be very hard to take it away from them because they won't want it to go anywhere. So thinking about how do we ensure that they stay on, in what capacity, and what's the what's the um what's the 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 value for them, what's going to be that that special interest, that special invite to get them in. And then also then to tying goals into that. So again, it could be pricing. It could be the fact that you're going to be giving them um, X amount of additional support. It could be, again, we might talked about resources. Um, we can go above and beyond. We don't always have to discount. And um, that goes for anything in sales, but definitely as part of these types of programs. And then also finally being mindful of the goals that you set. So if we look at start to finish, where do you want your participants to be? Where do you want them to get to? And what do you need to understand from that so that you can map out that entire journey in a way that's going to support you as well as them? We both need to win in this scenario. And if you're going to dedicate 12 weeks, give or take, then you want to make sure that you are getting enough information to warrant your time, but also to warrant their time and making sure there's enough in it for them. So as I mentioned, pilot programs, key extremely important, play a huge part in our validation. They're a great way to get some social proof and testimonials and feedback before you go to market and get paying clients. Don't be afraid to start this step. Don't be afraid to utilize this area or this part of the process. It's extremely powerful when you do it correctly. Now I'm going to finish with two frequently asked questions that we get when it comes to pilot programs and when people reach out to us about pilot programs. So the first question is, can we have a mix of client sizes and needs or shall I just stick to one? Great question. Now, again, this will come back to the goals that you've got and the ideal clients that you've set out. Now, if you're going to have a mix of needs and a mix of sizes, mix of requirements, the program or the time where you get gathering feedback may differ. So if you've got a, a smaller, medium and a large client, as an example, in your, in your program, in your, in your beta round, then you're going to be dealing with three potentially different goals, outcomes, problems, challenges, et cetera. So we need to be mindful of how we're going to manage those during the process. If we stick to one, it means that we're only going to have a linear level of feedback. So be mindful of what you want, who your ideal clients are. Are they a mix? Consider running three programs over the course. You don't have to decide on all three straight away. But let's say if you chose one and you chose one type of client, let's validate it for them. Let's get that running. Let's get that moving. And then let's then bridge the gap between some commonalities in other size organizations, other size clients, other problems that you can overcome and bridge it that way rather than having to run three programs or decide whether what's going to really support you essentially there. So ultimately, still always up to you. Um, but again, be mindful of the length of time it will take to validate multiple different types of clients. 
um, but also know that the linear feedback will be there. So we're not going to get that varied approach either. So be mindful of what you would like your yourself and what and what you need. Second question is, can I charge for the pilot program? Now I mentioned before about pilot programs or beta testing being free. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they are 25% off, 50% off, 75% off. But essentially for me, my recommendation is about giving them, about asking for their time. Their time is worth often so much more than a few extra dollars in your bank account, especially if you are just starting out. I would highly recommend that you look at doing this for free. Often the question is, will I still get the the uptake and the uh, the validation is not the right word, but but the engagement level um, during the pilot program, if I am giving it away for free, we know that we don't value things as much if they are free. What we are validating or what we are, what we are linking it to is going to be to their time versus what we're going to get. So if they're part of the program, the agreement is that they give us their time, they give us their feedback. We can use them as a testimonial. So as long as we've got that in the mix, we are all good. If you would like to charge, you are welcome to. We've got a pilot program a process running at the moment with a client where they are passing on the credit card charges. It's part of an application. It's part of retail. They're going to be paying that already. So it's not anything additional they'd have to pay, but they're having to cover some costs so that they're not hugely out of pocket because they're already going to be out of pocket because of the access to the analytics, the data, the tools that they've already created that they're having to obviously pay for for hosting and ongoing. So be mindful that sometimes a pilot program, a testing program, there is a cost associated. It's up to you whether you want to charge or pass on those costs. It depends on where you're at in your business and whether that's going to be a roadblock to your ideal client saying yes. And again, just learning about what's going to work for you is absolutely really key. So if pilot programs, beta programs are something that you are considering doing in your in your business, then there is so much information in this podcast that will help you make a decision, set it up, get it running, getting it work for you and get the feedback that you really need to accelerate your go-to-market. I hope this episode was useful. I wish you an extremely successful week ahead. Let me know if you're running a pilot program. Let me know if you're running a beta testing program. I would love to know what it's all about and how it's going for you. Thank you for tuning into the Sell Like You podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and be sure to subscribe to never miss another one. A huge thank you to Vitality House for hosting today's recording. And I look forward to being back into your ears soon.